0: Hi everybody! Welcome back to another episode of the Faultline Social Podcast. Thank you once again for listening. Today's guest was Katie Teach. Um, yeah, and she's pretty much from like down the road from me, which was a uh, yeah. The people from all over the world on this podcast. So it was yeah, it was cool to talk to somebody like quite geographically close with a. Uh, yeah, a little postcode change, which made it local, which was cool, actually. Um, yeah, Katie's just put out some music under the name Teach, just by a single called Poseidon, which is pretty sick. Takes a load of influences from like all over the shop to combine essentially everything that Katie wanted to create from her own passion for music and performing and yeah she talks about her whole life story about getting into like musical theater doing it professionally being a professional vocalist and combining that with her love for heavy music and crafting a sound that's really unique and really um diverse as well it's such a unique way of creating music i was really i'm really impressed with what she was saying how she takes all her, you know, love for performing and drama and combines that with heavy music to make, the, to make this, like, theatrical prog like sound that features elements from all over the board that she uh yeah executes perfectly yeah she does a great job of it she also sings in a band called insurgent which everyone should go check out it's not it's not the same as a solo stuff but it's still heavy still in your face and uh yeah if you're a fan of heavy music give it a go you might be into it yeah i'd like to thank katie for coming on this episode it was really cool to chat to her um yeah great person great musician very very talented person and you should go get behind her solo stuff go support insurgent and uh yeah great guest thoroughly enjoyed chatting um, yeah, hope everybody's well. Thank you once again for listening to this podcast. Really, uh, yeah, it means a lot. Go like, leave a comment or like it um, on whatever platform you're listening on. It really does help push and support the podcast. Yeah, hope everyone's all right, basically. Go support music when we can again. You know, gigs will be going on this summer, you know, with the vaccine going smooth. Hope everybody goes support DIY local scenes, go to your local record shop, go Buy local person's poetry. Go check out local bands. Do everything you can to support music and art and creativity in your local area, whatever that may be. Because, yeah, it's important. It's important to, uh, yeah nurture that stuff and just be nice to everybody basically hope everybody's well hope everyone's smiling having a good time and enjoying the days and yeah better times around the corner and yeah uh keep art alive in every way you can go support katie t and what she does follow her on instagram check her out on uh spotify and yeah go support insurgent as well some really cool stuff that's happening that katie's a part of so yeah uh yeah i'm gonna stop talking now uh yeah enjoy the episode take care thank you very much once again bye bye
1: yeah, it's all good. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for thanks for having me on. Like basically when, when did uh when did music
0: become like a prominent part of your life really and what's your journey as as a vocalist essentially? When did you really connect with music as an art form and want to use it for self-expression?
1: Oh my god, how much time do you have? Okay, so
0: <laughs> Lo- loads of time, loads of time It's <laughs> everything you need.
1: <laughs> okay, so the whole music thing started for me when I was literally about five years old and I started uh opera and classical music lessons with a really nice lady called Brenda and um and then up until the age of like I was doing musical theatre mainly up until the age of about 16 17 and uh I had a spine problem so and then I was told that like I couldn't dance or like dance around stage and sh- stuff anymore so I was like right okay had the operations and all that jazz and decided to uh because I couldn't do musical theatre anymore I was like oh I can still sing like I can still do something with that and I've always been a bit of a black sheep anyway so I just started singing more alternative stuff and honestly like music has literally been a part of my life since I can remember like it's always been such a huge part of my life I started like working as a as like a pub singer at like the age of 15 and stuff but it's just grown from there basically.
0: Yeah cool so it's Yeah. So, when did you kind of start getting into doing the music you're doing now, or what happened in the past? Really, what what was kind of, um, you know, the record that kind of changed your life? Essentially, I know. I know that's quite a deep like question. That 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 that, like really connected you to like an alternative approach to music.
1: Okay, so my boyfriend is like a a huge metalhead, and uh, he took me to see a a band called Sharp Tooth, and I've honestly like, yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. I know them. I know them. Yeah.
1: Mate, Sharp Teeth are absolutely incredible. Like they're so good. Like one of my favourite bands now. To be fair, um, I don't know. I think it was that was one of the main main moments when I was like, oh, I'd love to be in her shoes right now. Yeah. Or like um, seeing Marmozets at Reading Festival as well. That was mad. That was that was sick. So I've yeah, always been a big
0: Ma- fan of that. were a sick band. It's a shame they kind of slowed down. To be honest.
1: Yeah, it is. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I haven't really heard much of them in, like, the past few years. But like,
0: Yeah, same. It's, Captivate uh,
1: You seem to be that song that sort of just inspired me to to be some alternative musician. Sorry, if you can hear Baby Chickens in the back, it's because I've got Baby Chickens in the back.
0: Oh, yeah, that's cool. They, they can be involved. No stress. It's all, it's all that's good. cool,
1: man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, no worries. No worries at all. Yeah, so, yeah, like... um, yeah, you talk about seeing seeing some bands like that. Was it kind of Matt putting that kind of experience with the, like musical theatre sold and kind of joining forces that kind of like shaped kind of what you're doing now, basically? Yeah,
1: that's that's exactly what it is, dude. Like um, over the last few years, since my whole spine operation and stuff, like I've been really into like my darker music and like prog, uh, yeah. and it's, it's just it's it's really really cool to sort of like be able to cross over everything that I learned for the majority of my life with all of the things that I've learned in the past five years. And it's, it's, it's mad, man. It's so fun, though, because I, I kind of feel like I'm in my own world and I can just, like, pull elements from everything that I've learned over the years. And it, it, it's, it's good to know that I don't feel like all of my education in musical theatre has sort of, like, gone to nothing.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still has, yeah, like, uh, like, yeah, because it, it surely, yeah, it definitely does have that, like... Transferable element to it for sure.
1: Yeah, man. It's like yeah, here's a metal song. Oh, let let's chuck in some opera while we're there. Yeah, <laughs>
0: but, yeah, exactly. But like you talk about like Prague and everything, um, Prague Prague can be like super like theatrical in a way. And like I don't know, someone like you know like King Diamond or someone like that.
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, that, definitely. That, I'm, I completely agree with you there. Like it it it's good. Like I don't know, I'm probably like saying the most obvious fan that you could think of now. But like Dream Theater just like that they're such a good band man like in my opinion i just think they're so freaking creative
0: yeah they are 100 percent. yeah it's
1: got like it's got like all of the crossovers that i look for and well, i don't know the vibe i'm going for at the moment is like 2000s late 90s 2000s gothic vibe and <laughs> it's fun
0: yeah that's sick um yeah, like who? Who you kind of? Obviously, you're doing your own thing, but like, what? What kind of is it about? Like those years and that genre specifically that, uh, you know, that 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 intrigues you.
1: I mean, I'm not gonna lie, dude. Like, it's it's kind of like difficult to sort of like um, put put, especially with Poseidon, like with, with my debut single. Like, it's it's weird, like, because it's weird to put me in a box because I don't know what box that is. And I'm, yeah. I'm literally like I, I don't even know myself, man. Like, there's no specific band that I'd compare it to. Like, and I, I ask like I asked so many people, like people who are reviewing my track or like people at uni. I ask them like for help, like who who could you relate me to? Like, who could you imagine me supporting or something on stage or whatever? And it's just like they don't know, and it's like I don't know either.
0: <laughs> yeah, that that's kind of sick in a way, though, because like genres are like they're kind of dead anyway now in in a, in a way but like you know having, having yeah. that kind of like you know that non-boxed approach surely yeah because if you if you kind of put a ceiling on do you feel that moving forward you've already created like limitations
1: yeah exactly that so like if i was to i don't know if i was to say that i was just like theatrical metal or something <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, the- yeah theatrical metal i don't know um but if I wanted to introduce any like hardcore elements and stuff, I kind of feel like I wouldn't really be able to because of the the pretty elements that that are already within musical theatre. If you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, definitely. definitely.
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, I don't know. It's really weird. It's re- it's a really bad selling selling point though, because like <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if like I don't know like fans who like Teage also like blah 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 on spotify or something and it's like mate i, I don't know i don't know what they're like because <laughs> I, I don't know what's similar you know what i mean
0: yeah that's kind of yeah but you know it's it would that to me that would draw the more open-minded listener in a way
1: well i hope so
0: yeah do, do you feel so, <laughs> like you've, you've always had that approach to creating and like never really felt like a limitation, lot like within yourself because, like you know, trans- transferring everything you knew from musical theatre into heavy stuff. They're they're two like opposite worlds, really.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I think that's what I like about it so much. It's kind of a case of when I'm on stage, like in in musical theatre world, then yeah. it's like I get to play a character that I've been told to play, and like I can put myself into their shoes and like do the whole um, oh oh god, what's it called? Method acting kind of thing. But, like, when, when I'm doing my own stuff, I don't know, the thing when, when you go around to performing, like, especially, like, just music, as a vocalist, like, it really helps to sort of give myself a bit of an alter ego and sort of just, like, have, have just, like, no walls blocking me from doing anything that I want to do.
0: Yeah, that's and cool, I think, though. Yeah, I get that. It's yeah. all about
1: creativity and stuff, and I, I wouldn't like the idea of anything holding me back like oh it doesn't really suit this genre that I'm, I'm aiming for but screw it man if it feels right to do in that time then just do it
0: yeah for sure because like go going solo um what kind of made you want to do this um aside from like you know separately from being part of bands before what what kind of made you kind of pursue solo work and writing like head-on and was it was, uh, it, was it kind of scary as well was it a bit daunting
1: oh God, yeah. I'm not gonna lie, dude. Like this this teach thing mainly started because because of a university assignment.
0: Oh really? And then and then it
1: was like, yo, I'm actually really enjoying this and I'm I'm carrying it on. Like that's probably not a great selling point or anything. But yeah, a lot of a lot of effort's gone into it. And it's 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 nice being able to just do my own thing, if you know what I mean. Like, don't get me wrong. I love being in bands, I love working with other people. But it's it's just nice to have like full reign of everything that's going on. Yeah. Like, because there's, it's really weird, man. Like for Poseidon, I've, like in the in the the draft sort of mix that I did before any like drums or electric guitar or anything was added to it, it sounded like a James Bond thing.
0: Really? <laughs> that, but that's, yeah, man. That, that's very like a door, like. That is that's quite atmospheric within like a world of drama as well. That that could represent.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And like a lot of people are saying that like it needs to be on a soundtrack or something. And I'm like, well, i ain't mad about that. Yeah. Exactly. Could it put me in a fight scene. That'd be sick.
0: Yeah, because like creating's creating is creating. Because like somebody else could interpret it differently. Do you, do you find do you find that strange as well? Like even though it's like your solo, uh, like creation, like um, somebody else could interpret things completely not the opposite but a completely different route of how it was in your head.
1: Yeah, but I I kind of like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the even down to the like the lyrics and stuff, like I can I, I can have my own interpretation of it and my own idea of it, but if other people can see it in their own way of whatever way it speaks to them, then my music's doing its job. If you know what I mean? Like Yeah of I don't course. know yeah. for for me like music is kind of just all about not always, but like a lot of the time, it's about like emotions and like how hey, you're feeling at a certain time and stuff. It's a good way to sort of vent. Yeah, and, uh, awesome.
0: yeah, yeah, exactly for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah. so it, it's it's good to know that like if people have a completely different idea of what the original idea of the song was, then that's sick, man. Like whatever they can see, um, just makes me happy because like you know it, it, it's good to be open to interpretation and stuff.
0: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Because it's like <laughs> you, you you don't get to where you are now without absorbing other ideas, you know.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Was it? Yeah, because t- to me, like music is obviously like an art form and expression. But like you, obviously, feel that as well. Like, does, does do you get like do you get like goosebumps listening to music? Is that something that happens? I was listening to a podcast the other day and they were speaking about that. I thought it was like a really, I really like a very different question to ask. But it's it's kind of strange how people pers- like perceive art and how it makes them feel.
1: I think it's beautiful, man. And like, if the, there's definitely times where I've got goosebumps. Yeah. Like, I'm trying. I'm trying to think of songs off the top of my head now, but I, I just simply can't, unless it's a musical theatre track. But like, it, it, it's it's such a beautiful feeling. Like being like just from waves in the air that are being travelled into your ears. Like just that alone can make you feel something so special.
0: Oh yeah, like, it's strange, isn't it? All the emotional like receptors in your head and everything it's mad.
1: Yeah. I'm not smart enough to go into the science of it, but yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Neither am I. I'm sure there is a study. I'm sure there definitely is a study though. It's strange, isn't it? How like a track or like mm-hmm. a set of lyrics can like, I don't know, mate, mate, you, you, your body and brain connect like that. It's mad, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it, 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 exactly. And like, that's that's why I think it's so beautiful. It's yeah, like I agree. Something that you can get from like one of the five senses sort of like turns into all five senses in a way. and if that makes sense. Kind yeah, of yeah, 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 yeah.
0: It's like a union, isn't it? It's like a union.
1: Yeah, 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 exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah, so like going, you know, creating stuff on your own rather than with a band and everything. Was it, what, what, what made you want to do it in the first place? Why, obviously it was a, like a uni thing, but what made you want to carry on? What, what made you like, you know, why do you think you enjoyed doing it like this rather than with people?
1: I mean, like, I'm not going to lie. I've always been the kind of person who just prefers to be told what to do. And I'm yeah. happy with that. Yeah. If you know what I mean? Like, give me lyrics, I'll sing them. Give me a melody, I'll sing them. I've I've never really felt like I've had that much control before, and not because I haven't been allowed it, but more because I didn't really trust myself enough to feel like I had the talent to do it. Yeah, okay. And then, yeah. Once I don't know like, what, what. Once we got the uh, <laughs> once we got the chat. Well, once I got the chat back and everything, it was like, you know what? I'm I'm enjoying this. This same bad, you know. And I was like, this is a bit of a, but it, it kind of just went from there really. And because I've always like wrote songs to myself and stuff, but just never done anything with them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, do, you think, do you think it's because like, you know, it takes, you have to like, naturally evolve to a certain point to get that self-belief.
1: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Like my whole life has just been being paid to do script work and stuff like that. So it's being told what to do. So it was weird to go into a completely different environment when I, when I had the, the the lead you know what I mean
0: yeah yeah that's cool though how were you always a bit was it it quite a lot overwhelming at first
1: yeah definitely I was scared to show anyone like I didn't want to show anyone because I thought to myself that it was pretty good but I didn't want to seem like some egotistical prick who was just like in love with their own song or whatever but, like, I, I slowly started to show it more and more people. First people I showed was my parents. And obviously they was like, oh, wow, Kate, that's bloody lovely. Yeah. And
0: then, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> and then like, the more people I showed, like, in terms of, like, in the industry,
0: yeah.
1: the, the, like, there's, there's a few people over in America that I showed, showed as well, and they were they were, like, really enjoying it. And I was like, what's going on? I wasn't expecting this. And then... I don't know like I I guess it kind of took everybody else to believe in me before I believed in myself to actually like release it and do anything productive with it.
0: Yeah, you got to like see the response to believe the response to it at the same time. For sure. Yeah,
1: definitely. Definitely um, I'm heavily I'm heavily reliant on other people's opinions, which isn't healthy. So for anyone listening, don't do that. <laughs> but that's just the way I am.
0: <laughs> yeah, everyone's like wired differently, but it's like it's weird cuz it's like you make it you might make music alone. Of that's music you want to listen to but it's like actually yeah. you know showing it to somebody as your own personal creation is like it's, it's very different and it's, it's a very fine line because there are people that have egos and there are people that are humble it's, and I, I know what you mean because you want to come across as of like the, the worst people you've ever met but like that will never happen yeah. you know
1: <laughs> yeah exactly exactly and I don't want it to be a case of I don't know if I was to show friends and stuff they'd say to my face oh that's good man fair play and then like later yeah. on they'd walk back and be like oh that was, that was shit that was oh god because <laughs> it, it, it's it's fine I can be more than proud if I've like been hired to sing on someone's track if someone yeah. on someone else's track like I'll take that to my grave and I'll be really happy with it and I'll be proud of it because again I've been told what to do and I know that I'm doing the right thing because they've told me that it's the right thing but yeah, with me, get, the yeah, only get, yeah. tell me what's right or wrong is me and it, it's weird man like <laughs>
0: Yeah, but it's like that's pretty sick, like self development, and like you know, that's like subconscious learning as well.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie to you, dude. Like, it's, it's done a hell of a lot of improvement to my mindset. Like, yeah, it, it's, it's opened up my mind quite a lot to just like trusting myself a bit more than what I did before.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, so, being a bit more reliant on myself as opposed to everyone else.
0: Yeah, no, it's good though, because it's like that's you know, it spoke about like, look. Like, Transferable skill like that that could that could lead to any decision in life really having knowing that your your instinct is is the best one for you kind of
1: yeah yeah exactly exactly
0: yeah have you have you found the process of um self editing difficult as well like going with an idea and then being like strict with yourself or like uh, you know. Not being afraid to just spoke about like self instinct, but being like, oh, maybe I should try something else compared to what I usually Yeah,
1: do. I'm, not, I'm not gonna lie to you. I think, I think like that's what I enjoy most about this whole project is yeah. because it's kind of just like whatever comes to my mind is just down and written down and recorded. I mean, like, there's a couple of things where it was like there was, um, there was some mad string section that, that I made that was all like really out of key, but intentionally. Yeah. And it just made it a little bit too janky, and I was like, maybe not for my first single. But um, that sort of stuff will definitely come back and show throughout the next few releases. I don't know, like, I haven't really stopped myself, which is kind of bad. I don't know if that's the ADHD taking control, but <laughs> yeah, I kind of just like go with the flow. And like if something comes to my mind, it's just down straight away, and... I'll listen to it back, like, uh, about a week later or something. I like to give myself a break in between sessions yeah. just to see, like, what I like and what I don't like. But, again, I'm going to sound like an egotistical shit. Like, I, I haven't really found anything whilst listening back that I don't really like, just because just it was just what comes to my mind and it's just creative. Like, it's just...
0: Yeah, but that that's that's not egotistical. That's just... Uh being pleased with yourself like being pleased with what's happening like yeah. you know how have you created this music to represent you as well like because obviously you want it to represent you as like in this form of create creation but like how and how have you gone about that
1: i mean even down to imagery and stuff like it's it's kind of just what i'd want to be but can't be bothered to be every day it's a bit like an alter ego
0: that's cool A lot. i like that answer yeah it's good
1: yeah yeah man so like, with, with the red hair and everything like that's just because I've always wanted ginger hair, and then I tried to bleach it once like and to pull off the ginger look and it lasted for a good three weeks, and I just couldn't be asked to keep up with it and dyed it pink but like pink. with the red yeah, wig man. it's sick, I just get to put it on and wear it all the time and it's 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 very witchy it's uh it's very theatrical and it's it's kind of that part of myself that i I'm, I'm not really physically allowed to go back to anymore so it's nice it's kind of like looking back on the past and reliving moments of just like being on stage in a in a theater setting yeah um sort of implementing i don't know if that's the right word to use i'm not going to use that word sort of like using just like loads of different elements from like metal and like mainly theater it's like the love and the emotion and everything that I got from in the theatre world I sort of like put it into this and that's, that's pretty much just me anyway. Like I, even though the operation and everything happened like years and years ago, I, I even now to this day, like I struggle to really accept the fact that I won't ever be able to professionally dance again. But it's, it's just it's just the way life is and I will just let it out in different ways.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's all about ex- expressing, you know, whatever it is into the current moment and your current outlet.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Did you uh you know, do you find it quite vulnerable at times to move into new like creative areas, even though your mind naturally wants to go there, but you've never actually expressed yourself through that that like subjunk of an outlet.
1: Well that's what I mean. I think that's what scares me is like if I wanna explore and try anything different, then it's got to be put. It, it, it's got to be a genre or a subgenre of what I've taken elements from. If you know what I mean, and I don't know what that genre is. It's kind of just like if it feels good to me and I want to put it in the song, it's cool. But then I've got to think of all these other genres that I'm sort of like using within it, and it's like I don't know. I don't know what other the genres I'm using. I'm just using what comes to my mind, kind of thing. Yeah. And it's uh, I don't know, like. Opera, for example, like say say if I put some like harsh vocal element in there somewhere, like and did like some dirty breakdown or anything, I feel like I'd have to explain that that was from a specific subgenre that I'm just not aware of. If you know what I mean, it's kind yeah, of okay. like it's putting label. Yeah. It's just putting labels on everything, and I think that's what scares me from exploring as much as I want to.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's interesting.
1: Does that make any sense at all? Yeah, yeah, of course it does, yeah. Oh, okay. It, if it it, yeah,
0: if it makes sense to you, like, it makes sense, yeah, everything does. Yeah, of course. A lot like, of things when, that
1: make sense to me don't make sense to other people, though, so I've got to clarify. <laughs>
0: yeah, don't worry, no, nah, it makes perfect sense because, like, you know, when when actually diving into subgenres, it's, uh it can just be, like, where is the boundary and how am I? crossing that but how can i also unite all this as well
1: yeah exactly it's like you have got to think of names for it all and it's like i don't know and then if you if you even end up finding the name of this subgenre which you've used elements from then i worry that people like the audience or like the listeners would be disappointed in me for not embracing that those elements as to the extremities that they're appreciated yeah if you know yeah. what i mean
0: yeah i do yeah i do because some people would be like oh this isn't post-hardcore you know but it's uh it's it's one and then i'll
1: start singing opera and then they'll just shit all over the song because it's not all hard like post-hardcore or whatever and it's like fuck
0: (laughs) yeah but (laughs) this is what it's that's what it's about though it's like adding elements because you know stuff has got to evolve as you know as much as you're evolving individually like it's cool to have an input into an evolution of a sound as well, even if it's on a smaller scale.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: What do you search for within music to feel a connection to it? And like, how have you done this within your music as well?
1: You know what? That's a really good question that I'm quite sure of the answer for. I like uh, sort of like a dark ambiance, if you know what I mean. Like yeah. strings, low strings. I like, I like a fat bit of bass as well. Like I, I love, I love being able to hear the contrast between like one section with and one section without bass. Like when the bass, when when someone's first starts playing bass in a song, it's just it, it's kind of just like separates the whole sections of the song. I don't know, there's something about that that I really really like.
0: Yeah, you know, it's because in terms of feeling connected, it was like what what do you think drew you to you know music in general? Was that you were like, whoa, this is interesting to me and this is intriguing and like how have you Putting it into like your solo work now, it's like, how do you think that you can make people feel how you felt?
1: When when I was in like my theatre world and stuff and like I remember like sitting down and watching a show and like before the curtains even open, the overture and like the low strings and stuff that sort of like come through the seats and make you feel a certain way. That's something that I really wanted to put into my music with, you know, the dramatic string section and like the... Um, the waltzy James Bondy kind of base, like d- simply because, like I don't know, that made me feel a certain way. It got me excited for the show, if you know what I mean. Yeah, and like, I feel like there's there's a bit of suspense within it all as well, which is what I really like to use. Like I, I like the idea of suspense. Um, yeah,
0: why, 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 what, 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 what makes you think? Uh, no, not what makes you think. Yeah, why are you connected with that? you know, atmospheric choice.
1: I don't know, it kind of just makes you want to know more, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, if, you, if you're if you on edge about something, it's because you're waiting for the result. Like, you're waiting for something mad to happen. And that's the one I wanted to do in Poseidon, is, like, pretty much make a whole story of, like, starting from, you know, sim- not simple, but sort of, like, a little bit, more more quiet I guess like a little bit more peaceful and then like the second that it got to the second verse it was kind of like when the bass starts playing it's just like it's like a heartbeat that's what I wanted to like sort sort of use I wanted to use a bit of a heartbeat sort of feel and that that definitely sort of like followed through I think it kind of like made made the, the viewers or the listeners sort of expect something to happen Um, I don't know I I think I like to put a lot of it along with the storyline of like you know back in the day with musical theatre and stuff like for for me like with musical theatre like the whole musical itself is is what matters whereas like because it's got like what at least what 20 songs in a musical it's like it's different it's difficult to sort of like put that into one song but I'm hoping that it's I'm hoping that it's sort of like got people excited for what's gonna come next
0: yeah it's like act two you know <laughs> kind of electric Boobaloo. yeah yeah <laughs> for sure. it's because that sounds like oh man that almost sounds like overwhelming to like create like that Jesus it's like taking yeah. a song and putting putting all this like physical experience from like a live theater show into into like
1: yeah. Uh, into the, ear. and I th- I th- actually, that's a good point. That could probably cross over into the method acting and stuff. Cause like the whole point of method acting is actually like convincing yourself that you feel the emotions that the character's feeling. So it's kind of like, again, like this whole alter ego perspective. It's like being able to yeah. take those emotions and those physical feelings from what i got at a show to like put it into like one song and sort of hopefully give it the same sort of effect. Yeah. Um, that's, yeah. that,
0: that's a mad, like, timeline. So it's like, so method acting essentially is, like you said, like making yourself think and convinced of an emotion, but then putting that into the music to make somebody naturally feel that, you know. Yeah. That's, uh, that, that's crazy, that is. That's, uh, that, that's, uh, that's really cool, really unique way of, of making music. Yeah, so interesting.
1: Thank you. That's, my, that's given me a bit of an ego boost. I appreciate it, man.
0: No worries at all. You deserve it. That's that's <laughs> sick. So yeah, so <laughs> method acting. That sounds that sounds so in depth. That sounds so like psychological as well.
1: Oh yeah, it can fuck you up, man.
0: Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> you've, you've, yeah, because like you say about like the alter ego thing. Just do you, you find with the music as well? It's like when you're on a session, you can you have that on and off switch in your head, or, you, or is your brain like constantly, constantly going and thinking about the next next song, next next way you're going to do something.
1: I mean, I'm not going to lie. I have kind of like. Sparks. It's, it's like some days I'm like doing nothing but thinking about you know the whole Teach official project and like thinking about ten steps ahead of what's coming next. I've already got like three different songs ready to release, but like
0: oh, sick, nice, it, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I've got like loads of shit planned. Like I've got I've made merch. Like it's weird. I wake up one day and I, I have like a billion and one ideas in my head, and then I do those ideas, and then it's like right, okay, I'm just Katie Teach for a bit now. Right, what's happening, lads? <laughs> and then I'll, have, a, I'll yeah. have another idea, which will spark like a whole bunch of other ideas for the whole Teej official project. And it'll kind of just happen in waves, man. It's weird.
0: Yeah, weird. I know what you mean. It's, you need,
1: yeah. It's like, <laughs> on, it's like um, no, no, don't apologize. Like the the one night I was like trying to go to sleep and you know, when you, you're about to go to sleep and then you're like, you just get an idea in your head and it's like, oh, if I don't do this thing now, I'm going to forget about it
0: yeah I've had that it's like if this doesn't get documented like it's gone forever literally yeah
1: like that's (laughs) that's literally what happened when I was recording the music video like the music video yeah literally man I was up at like four o'clock in the morning so I sat in the corner of my room miming away to my song like putting like fake blood and paprika in the bath and stuff like paprika (laughs) yeah (laughs) man yeah It was like fake blood, food coloring, paprika, and soil.
0: How did I had this? Oh, uh, what really? <laughs> yeah, mate. <laughs> no way. And then what? like, <laughs> yeah, cool, cool. I write it. Yeah, let's see.
1: <laughs> and then like with the the stickers and the merch and stuff that I bought out as well, all of that was created in literally like it was planned over like throughout the duration of a whole night like i didn't sleep like with the stickers the shirt the tote bag and then i spent the next like two weeks just trying and failing and trying and failing to make my own so i just i just think like the merch and stuff like for me it it mean more if it's actually made by the person who made the song i don't know it is and then there's no other like there's no other companies involved and stuff and it's still again it's just it's just me you know what i mean
0: yeah, like, that's, that's like, pretty punk rock, though, at the same time. That's, like, DIY, you know.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, I'm always making stuff anyway. I've just never made T-shirts or tote bags or, like... I do stickers every now and again, but
0: yeah, not but not
1: for, like, professional use.
0: That's evolving, though, as everything. It's like, as, as a listener of heavy music, you know... Um, do you feel that like some metal fans, uh, especially of like maybe an older generation and and, and younger people, um, can be very very stubborn? Because like I think a good example is like the Download lineup. How like maybe like 30 percent of that lineup like might never change. Like the headliners are the same rotating yeah. for point like, like, <laughs> fifteen years. Um, yeah. Do you feel that metal fans can be very very stubborn at times? And like, do you do you find that you know? Do you think that's like, yeah, a bit, yeah a big negative thing? But like, do you, do you write with that in mind? Maybe to try and really push the boundary, but draw people in at the same time.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm not going to lie, as I'm writing, like I like to try and please the other generation because I know that they're stubborn as shit. And you know what? I'm going to say it: metalheads, full stop. They are pretty stubborn. They have the favourites, yeah. and they kind of just stick to that. And that that that's cool, though. That's cool. Like, I. I, I I would I would be the same if I was a metalhead from being a baby, but like because yeah. like I've been introduced to it since I've been introduced to the sort of like metal world at the age of like what fourteen, fifteen. Yeah. So it's kind of like I, I have I have my favourites yeah, but it's not going to be a case of like I'll only ever listen to them. Like, but I, I do like to keep in mind when I'm writing like to to sort of try and please everyone like melodically it would kind of, like, go with any kind of listener, really, unless they were into, like, you know, hardcore or rap or something. And then, like, um, musically, I don't know. I guess that had appealed to... To be honest, this is kind of just... I think I would be appealing to the older generation of metalheads a lot more than what I would be with the modern stuff. But I kind of, like... I kind of think that it would attract a more modern and younger audience because of all the different elements that I've included
0: yeah I so it's agree. kind of just like
1: yeah. a, a mashup of everything which I hope that a younger audience could appreciate but still have elements that will please the older folk
0: yeah because it's funny when like younger people get into like metal for like the first time especially if they like do it off their own back they might yeah. just like you know Metallica Iron Maiden but it's like The actual sound is pretty, although that's, you know, you should always go back to where stuff started. It's like, what's happening now is like a million miles away from that.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, it's it's, it's just mad, man.
0: (laughs) It's funny, though, because it's like young people might get into it, you know, listen to like a current band that takes influence from stuff from like 40 years ago. It's very strange how like people get into local stuff or, you know, people performing on like a lower level compared to like I don't know because some people think like you know people who play at the NEC is like the only thing that happens gig wise you know it's weird isn't it
1: <laughs> yeah man I, I mean I'll put it this way I've like I've been I've been a performer at the Grand the grand Theatre in Wolverhampton which is like a big theatre man and it's sick yeah don't
0: I've, been there. Right, I've so- been there I saw I saw, I saw uh, Darren Brown play there it was sick
1: oh I love Darren Brown
0: yeah, it was wicked, really good. Sick. Yeah. But
1: like my favourite gig ever would possibly be the insurgent gig at Mummaro's for the BMAs.
0: Yeah, really nice. That's cool. Yeah.
1: I think it's it, I think it's just the audience that make it, you know what I mean? Like don't get me wrong, I well, enjoy performing and everything, but the audience it's all about the audience and how they react.
0: Yeah, cool. And that's what yeah. I really enjoy. Cause it's like I don't know. a venue like that. I've been that that place loads. It's like some of the stuff that happens there when I used to go to all the hardcore shows, it was like that's like a, there's like a mental connection in the room. You feel it a lot more.
1: Yeah, exactly. You you really do. It is like a whole. Um, I was about to say vibe, but let let's not go.
0: It's it's a whole vibe, man. <laughs> it's,
1: it's, it's it's it is just a whole like feeling that's around everybody in the room, and we're all on the same level. It, it, yeah. It's sick. But back to the whole. Um, elder people like uh thinking back to metallica and iron maiden and stuff like don't get me wrong that's that's where it all started and it's still good to appreciate that like shit me man one of my favorite bands is dio like just because
0: really i can i never got i never got into that never see this
1: is what this is what i mean it's like it, it's weird because I think if I was to be introduced to it now without any of the theatre background or, like, without the, you know, the vocal training and stuff, because, like, even down to anatomy and stuff, like, in in your inside of, yeah, like, the anatomy of, like, you know, your vocal cords and everything, once you really start to understand that, then yeah. there's a whole other level of appreciation for vocalists.
0: True, yeah, and very like, true. I can see that, yeah, yeah.
1: It, it, it's mad, man, like... Like with, with Dio, like, is it, it's just got a crazy voice, and like, I appreciate that. Same as Dragon Force, which used to be absolutely so popular, and now it kind of feels like a popular thing to not like them. It feels like the cool thing to not like them, if you know yeah, what I mean.
0: Dragon Force, yeah, I
1: was, Dragon Force I, is sick, man.
0: I had someone here like two weeks ago uh, saying that like Dragon Force was like one of his like favorite bands, basically, and uh, yeah. Like, Dragon Force, like, it's not, like, my thing massively, but they were sick. They are a sick band, and now it, now it's just, like, people see it as, I don't know, like, cheesy in a way, whereas, like, yeah. ten, like I don't know, ten, 10 years ago, people were, like, so impressed on every level. Now they're like, fuck that band. It's, it's strange, isn't it? I don't know, because it's not yeah. really a long amount of time between those difference of opinions.
1: Yeah, exactly. I feel like over time as well, I feel like it's sort of started to steer away from, you know, the... I'm not saying that new bands aren't talented or anything, but I just mean in terms of appreciation. I feel like, um, I don't know, like it's kind of faded a bit over the years. So, like, it, 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 I feel like it's more about how the audience, like, emotionally feel now, as opposed to how they appreciate the talent within the performance. That's a pretty bold statement, but like, a hardcore gig. I'd happily go to a hardcore gig and not necessarily even think about the talents and stuff of the, the vocalist, which is what I usually do listen out for. But, like, the feelings that I get of just trying to kick people in the face a bit just means a lot more to me now. I don't know, like, not a lot more to me. Like, I, I don't know. I don't uh, know.
0: It's 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 blending those two, isn't it? It's, like, yeah. using your musical ability to, yeah, like you say, I don't know, have some, like open-minded lyrics and, like, personal lyrics. And then it's 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 joining those two together. It's It can be hard. It can be hard. And some genres go, you know, like, like a seesaw. Some genres go for some elements harder and some elements, you know, more prominent elsewhere, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah. But I feel like a guaranteed good show now would be at, like, a hardcore gig or something because it's everything that you do in the audience. It's not just a case of standing there and listening. Like, a whole part of a hardcore gig is to... You know, enjoy the music, obviously, but also just just go fucking crazy.
0: Yeah, hardcore, and I kind of yeah, yeah, hardcore is like self-expression, really. That's like punk rock at the end yeah, of the day. Yeah, exactly.
1: exactly, exactly, self-expression, which is like such a big part of music, and that's what I really appreciate about it. Whereas, like, I don't know, I feel like if you was to go and see, I'm going to say it, Evanescence. Ha ha! were to go and see Evanescence like ten years ago. All you'd want to do is just stand there and listen and look in awe.
0: Yeah, but but that's like I don't know. It's weird because it's like you like, it's two completely
1: around. different genres.
0: Yeah, it's like but moving around at a show is like you could you could actually maybe get the same end result as just like standing and being impressed. Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah. the same, it's the same like satisfaction.
1: Yeah, exactly. And yeah. you'll probably see me at either of these gigs. It's
0: fine. <laughs> yeah doing like two opposite opposite body motions yeah
1: <laughs> yeah literally one second like standing there with a lighter in my hand and then the next thing i'm just like two-stepping and like swing kicking around in a pit <laughs> or whatever
0: <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> but for That sick though it's like you know it's so versatile but you know yeah but thanks so much for chatting tonight katie i really appreciate your time it was really nice no,
1: it's all good man thank you for having me on